Welcome to the Sabbath School Rescue Podcast with your host, Buster Swoops and Michael Campbell. This week in preparation for Sabbath March 26th, we look at Lesson 13, Let Brotherly Love Continue. Together, let's explore what is meant by this passage found in Hebrews 13, verse 1. The Sabbath School Rescue Podcast is hosted by Michael Campbell and Buster Swoops at Southwestern Adventist University. We love learning and sharing God's Word, and together we have 18 years of pastoral experience, and now we have the privilege to dig deeper into this study. Okay, here we are, Lesson 13, Michael, the final Sabbath uh, of Hebrews. Man, the what message a journey of Hebrews. it's been, Buster. Yes, in these last days. Uh, but this is uh, uh, titled, Let Brotherly Love Continue, mm. and has our shortest memory text, but please, <laughs> it has probably, I'm praying, the most powerful impact, right? Okay, okay, bring it on. Hebrews 13, verse 1, let brotherly love continue. Oh, wow. What a power-packed verse. Yes. And if we all live this out, our denomination, mm. our world, our, oh my goodness, we'd just be so much better. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Uh, so many other things that we allow to continue, but please let brotherly love continue. So please uh, carry, uh, carry us, Michael, to Sunday's lesson, Caring for God's People. Well, let's dive into chapter 13 as we're putting a wrap on this quarter on the book of Hebrews and what a great journey it's been and how it a relational been. book it's been. You know, we started out at the beginning. If someone's just wrapping up, you missed that initial interview with uh, Felix Cortez, Dr. Cortez, who is the primary uh, contributor. And it starts out with this verse that you just read about loving um, in, in the verse, the translation I have in IV, keep on loving one another. I like that. Uh, But then uh, verse two, do not forget to show hospitality to strangers for by so doing, some people have shown hospitality to angels without even knowing it and continue to remember those in prison as if you were together with them in prison and those who were mistreated as if you yourselves were suffering. And I think part of this, and you have to put yourselves in the shoes of somebody in the first century Christian church, right? The early Christian church, uh, where they were uh, a church that was on the margins of society. And there was uh, periodic bouts of uh, persecution from time to time. uh, And and this made it uh, a challenging situation. This is a very real thing where where people were being in prison for their faith. I mean, they they were... um, the, this this last week, I was looking through some old signs of the times and found some pictures from the 1890s of Adventists because of blue laws or Sunday laws that were on chain gangs. We, we don't like to usually <laughs> think of people yeah. because of their faith that they are in prison. But these kinds of things certainly have happened and they were uh, not at least infrequent um, in terms of, I mean, that's what this text is talking about there um, and, and, and empathizing with those and being a part of their lives and this idea of hospitality um, and, and, and to angels without even knowing it. You mm. know, I, I wonder sometimes, Buster, how many times that, that when we get to heaven, I, you know, I want to find out, you know, uh, when were those moments when I didn't, wasn't even, you know, I was just oblivious, Buster. Right. How many times are we just oblivious and just don't, yeah. don't see it? And, and the eyes of heaven, you know, I'm so glad that they're patient with us. And the 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 and and in heaven, your guardian angel. Yeah, Michael, remember that one time you ducked and you don't know why you ducked. Yeah. Let me show you what would have happened, right? Oh my goodness. Although there is one time I think I saw my guardian angel. One time. Oh, okay. Let's and, hear it. And so I was I was in college. We were traveling through Europe doing a study tour and stuff. And I was yeah. up in um, Italy. I wanted to visit the Waldensian Valley. 
alleys. And, and, and I, then when I got there... It's a good place to see an angel. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> so when I got there, there was a train strike. So I oh. used a little bit of my money. I didn't have much. I was just a poor college student and gave some, some whatever cash I had to, to get out to uh, Torre Poliche, the base of the Waldensian Valleys. And I, and, and, and went, I didn't have any more cash after that. So I, I gave it to the cab driver. He drops me off. You'll never guess where he dropped me off. No. In front of the Adventist church. Oh, <laughs> I didn't wow. even ask him. Okay. And so I knocked on the door. The elder came down and he actually drove me up the first site. And from there I walked and had an amazing experience in the Waldensian Valleys. Make a long story short, I come back and I, I've got to rejoin my group. Yeah. There's still a train strike. I'm like, how? what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And and so I go to the train station. The, there's no trains. I go to the bus station. There's no buses either. And I go back and someone yells at me from the train station, come, come quick, young man. And I come and there was this one train that, that they just decided not to go on strike. So I got on and I got about halfway back to where the group I needed to meet up with them. And it's the middle of the night. Oh, no. And I don't want to speak Italian. <laughs> and I, I'm there and there's people doing very, uh, very interesting things that I'm not comfortable doing in the middle of the night. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. And, and so I'm there just sitting in the railway station kind of praying. You know, I don't want to fall asleep because I don't know what's going to happen if I do. And I'm waiting for the trains and most of the trains are still on strike. And I see that there's supposed to be a train at like at like six o'clock in the morning. And, and, and this person walks up to me and says... Um, it says, uh, young man, um, uh, uh, what, you know, basically starts talking to me, and I, and and, and said, uh, um, and and says the train you need to be on is over in track number six, and if you hurry, you'll make it just in time, and and I just started running to the track. And it was at a different time, different track than I was even expecting. I run over there. There happened to be a train there. I get on the train. It's going exactly where I need to go. And as I'm on the train, I'm looking back in the train station. I'm like, how did that person know where I needed to go, Buster? And be and how and, yeah, and yeah. where and, you're and, going. And I, I yeah. just had that aha moment. And Whoa. I guess I was just like tired. Goosebumps, goosebumps. But I had goosebumps, man. And yeah. I was just like, you know, I, I think that had to have been. It had to have been a thank a, you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Moment, you know. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I, I I'm convinced to this day that it had to have been a, a, a guardian angel. So we don't even know when we have these encounters when we're when those are happening to us, and and then we have, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait and, a second. Uh, but God, there are spiritual realities around us, supernatural realities. Sometimes we don't always see it or understand it, and we may be even oblivious to it. But but God is working. And and by the way, coming back to the main point here, no, no, that's is right. God cares for his people and that's really beautiful and we to that extent should care for one another anyways uh we move on from there to covetousness and sexual immorality buster yeah so hebrews 13 verse 4 and 5 have respect for marriage Hmm. always be faithful to your partner because god will punish anyone who is immoral or unfaithful in marriage Mm -hmm. don't fall in love with money be satisfied with what you have the lord has promised that he will not leave us or desert us that was the contemporary wow. English version yeah, uh, yeah. and and so the rest of these passages that it brings up and I'll I'll go through a couple of them I, I want to finish off with Colossians 3 verse 5 though mm-hmm. uh, the next one is Luke chapter 16 verses 10 through 18 mm-hmm. which there is anyone can be trusted in little matters can also be trusted in important matters but anyone mm-hmm. who is dishonored in little matters will be dishonest in important ones yeah if you cannot be trusted with this with, uh, with this wicked wealth who will 
uh, who will trust you with true wealth, right? Yeah. And and it yeah. goes on, uh, goes on, talks about it. But notice here in, in these verses, it asks us questions. It asks us question: What two evils are related in these passages? And the last uh, text I'll read is Ephesians chapter three, uh, or, or no, Colossians chapter. Uh, chapter 3 verse 5 mm-hmm. which says don't be controlled by your body kill every desire for wrong kind of sex mm. don't be immoral or indecent or have evil thoughts don't be greedy which is the same as worshiping idols mm-hmm. so it combines these two thoughts of being immoral right mm-hmm. but also greed mm-hmm. because you're doing this to garner what you want mm-hmm. what I want instant gratification give it to me right now and uh Hebrews initially brings us together, but uh, we see this written all the all throughout the Pauline letters. We see mm-hmm. it written also also there in, in Luke, where it's bringing these these notions together. Mm-hmm. And so the love of money is, uh, or no, money is not the root of all evil. Mm-hmm. The love of money, the greed of right. money, exactly. is the root of all evil. Yeah. Uh, but the same thing for. We can go with sin, basically. Mm-hmm. It's selfishness, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so trying to bring these things about yourself mm-hmm. and putting yourself above others yeah. rather than, as Christ has called us to, yeah. uh, take care of yourself as much as you, or take care of others as much as you take care of yourself. Mm. Uh, having charity towards others as much as you have towards yourself, which is the opposite of being selfish, which is being, uh, which is being Christ-like, right? Yeah, exactly. Let this mind be in mm-hmm. you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, prayerfully, we're following Hebrews 13 and making sure that we're, we're battling against those two notions and recognizing that Hebrews 13 verse 1 tells us how do we, how do, we do that? Yeah. By allowing brotherly love to continue. Wow. Right? Yeah. Continuing on mm-hmm. in the love of Christ. Mm. So, Michael, take us to Tuesday's lesson. Remember your leaders. Yeah, so we we have leaders around us, and the challenge with leadership is that leaders are imperfect human beings, just like we are. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I. It was true. And and so the church is made up of, um, I believe, of of overall very sincere people. There there are some that may, uh, no doubt, um, we could think of stories of of misguided, um, but but generally speaking, most people they want to be involved in church and in leadership because they want to make an impact. They want to make a difference, right? Right. And, and that's that's a huge part of what's going on here. And um, and 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 part of uh, recognizing leadership is is God places people in significant influence in our lives, and and we need to somehow uh, come to a perspective of of mutual respect. Uh, Ellen White, she she faced this um, several points in her life, but but there were some people that were very disgruntled towards the end of her life that would, um, and they, they wrote to Ellen White like complaining, you know, our church leaders, can you believe? And they gave their list of of all the issues and problems, and as a result, they had stopped paying tithe, mm. and they wanted to send their tithe to Ellen White, in fact. Mm. And Ellen White sent the basically told them uh, take, you know, keep your money and you need to contribute it through the proper channels through the church and you need to support your leaders even when you disagree with them mm. um, because the kinds of things she that they were describing 
um, and they're disgruntled about weren't so significant that that they couldn't actually they should have been able to find ways to work them out even even if they did disagree with them in fact that's a beautiful statement of how the church works that we continue to support one another even when we disagree on on how the church should function and of course the church does have leaders and those leaders make mistakes yes i'm reminded of when i was in in, in a high school student um and i i did my first summer of call porter work and that summer i worked hard buster mm. i and hear I you earned, michael i earned my scholarship money and everything there we go in the end of the summer i we found out that a church leader had taken all those call porter funds and invested them and lost a whole bunch of money. Wait, wait! I heard stories about this. This happened to me. But this, I this no, I, I heard me. about this directly. Yeah, yeah. But this actually, you were actually one of I those. I was students. one of those students who lost about half of my summer scholarship. Oh Lord, uh, help because us. somebody else was foolish, didn't follow denominational policies. Yes, you know they made some some really, and it Buster, it hurts. It oh hurts yes, when when because you worked hard messes up like that, and and I had somebody in my life at that point who um, shared some words of wisdom. He said, you know, Michael, and basically what happened to you was not right. Right. But, you know, the more important thing is how you choose to respond to it. You can either allow and fester on this and allow it to make you bitter, or you can allow yourself to be challenged by it so that when you are in a position of influence that you will not repeat and do the same mistake that they did mm. and hold yourself to a higher standard to be more accountable, right? right. Um, and, and I've always thought about that. And, and so, yeah, that, that was a really terrible thing that happened. Yeah. But um, in the end, I hope that I'll always be challenged to be to 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 make sure not to to not do that to anybody else, right? <laughs> right. Um, and and I think that's what we're talking about here in terms of leadership. Remember your leaders, um, those who spoke the word of God. Consider the outcome of of their life. So, and, and we're talking about good outcomes, right? The, these positive traits and imitate their faith. Uh, we we're just talking uh, with a, a mutual friend of ours, Alan Martin, um, and talking about the importance of mentoring. We need mentors. We need leaders who mentor leaders. Lord, yes, we do. We need that. Lord knows it's that. essential in the church, and we we need to to be more, even more intentional about that. And and the other verse I think is important. In this passage. I'm not going to read this whole passage, but verse 17. Have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority because they keep watch over you as those who must give an account and do this so that their work will be a joy not a burden for that would be of no benefit to you you know the best leaders are people who are followers though willing to also submit and follow too right and and i think that's part of of what this is 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 uh, you have to learn um uh, to be able to, you have to be willing to follow as well. If if you're going to actually take the the helm of leadership, and and the best leaders are people who put themselves and have experienced what it's like to follow, and so um, and so they care genuinely out of their own experience. And and I hope, I hope, I pray um, that uh, that we can learn from those experiences that it will be a joy. And and I think that's what Pastor Paul, uh, I mean, the author of Hebrews. I know that's debated, and we've even talked about that in the past but but uh this this is the idea here in uh this text so uh remember your leaders um and by the way leadership it's hard it's hard because you can't always make everybody happy yeah it's true there's going to be some decisions you have to make and people will undoubtedly misunderstand them and so um so 
put yourself in the shoes of those same leaders before you judge them too too quickly or too harshly <laughs> and, and recognizing um, no leader is perfect uh, and then we have this whole thing about diverse and strange teachings <laughs> right and it sounds like it needs an echo as you're, as you're reading that right uh, and, and Michael listen here I, I can tell you're not bitter about that uh, last story because this is the first time I'm hearing about it right yeah someone who's bitter about it they can't wait to tell things right mm. and so I, I yeah. one thing I truly do appreciate about you is you. your forgiving yeah. heart because yeah. uh, I still might be telling that story but you know God's working on me <laughs> well yeah and, and I hope I hope people will be compassionate to me in the mistakes that I make yes. too right Right? Oh, Lord, mm. help us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So diverse and strange teachings. Listen to this. Hebrews 13, verse 9. Do not be carried away with the various and strange doctrines. Mm. For it is good that the heart be established by grace, not with foods which have not, uh, which have not profited those who have been occupied with them. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people might have questions. Well, what food is he talking about? Well, uh, the principal contributor, once again, is uh, saying that this is probably... Uh, additional sacrifices mm-hmm. that they did in the the, mm-hmm. the Jewish rituals, mm-hmm. but this was was saying that people were eating these foods trying to obtain grace and merit. Yeah. But he's saying that grace and merit comes from only one source, and that's through the merits of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Hebrews verse two, ver, uh, Hebrews chapter two, verse nine, continues with this. It says, "But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels, for the suffering of of death, crowned with a glory and honor, that he by the grace of God might taste death for everyone. Wow. And it's talking about how is grace? Uh, how do we obtain grace? Well, it, it says it here simply yeah. in Hebrews 4 16, one of my favorite verses. Mm-hmm. Uh, it starts off with verse 14 saying that we have a great high priest, but it ends with this. Yeah. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain uh, mercy and find grace to help in the time of need mm. through our high priest. That is yeah. through Jesus Christ. That's how we find grace. Yeah. We find it on our knees and prayer not through what we eat mm-hmm. not even through what we do yeah. right mm-hmm. uh, grace is that free gift mm-hmm. and we can't earn it i love ephesians 2 that tells us yeah for by yeah. grace you have been saved not yeah. through uh, uh, yeah. through faith not by your own works lest anyone should boast mm. we can't boast about what we've done or, mm-hmm. or all these different things mm-hmm. we boast in the merits of jesus christ i love it that's where we yeah. find grace as well and so uh, our hearts are strengthened because we go directly to the throne of, of God himself. And wow. so let us make sure that we're all taking the chance mm-hmm. and the time to do just so. Mm. And so, Michael, take us, uh, take us to outside of the camp. Go to Jesus outside the camp. Thursday's lesson. All right. So verses 10 through 14. By the way, diverse teachings. Uh, <laughs> Anything that takes us and distracts us from Jesus, isn't that a diverse teaching? And a strange teaching. Strange <laughs> teaching, yeah. And, and, but it's so easy for us to get distracted sometimes. Yes, it is. Yes, yeah. it is. Oh. All right, back to uh, verses 10 through 14. Uh, we have an altar from, wit- from those who minister at the tabernacle having no right to eat. And the high priest carries the blood of animals into the most holy places, the sin offering, but the bodies are burned outside the camp. And so Jesus also suffered outside the city gate to make the people holy through his own blood. So let us then go to him outside the camp and bearing the disgrace he bore. For here we do not have an enduring city, but we are 
looking for the city that is to come. And I think this is really uh, kind of coming full circle to what we were talking about at the beginning um, in terms of to a better city, to a better place, this kind of idea right. of of uh, somewhere that, that we're going to. And, and, and the point is, is uh, that better city is where Jesus is, or in the case of this analogy of the sanctuary and the children of Israel and Jesus is the one outside the camp. We go to where Jesus is. Right. We go to where Jesus is. And um, ultimately, that's the best. Uh, all the sacrifices, um, the whole priestly symbolism, all of these things throughout the book of Hebrews is really trying to lead us. Um, and, and, and this is maybe a, a good analogy because uh, the, the children of Israel uh, tended to think that, that um, you know, God was where they were. And sometimes God has to wake us up and make us uncomfortable <laughs> enough to go outside of our comfort zone and to go where Jesus is. Amen. And wherever that may be, in this case, outside the camp, to use the analogy uh, here in Hebrews uh, 13, uh, is all about the presence of God. Amen. Right. So, and that's where mm-hmm. that's what we're looking for. Exactly. And I think this is kind of a nice uh, segue for wrapping up this whole quarterly, this 13th quarterly on um, on the book of Hebrews. I mean, Jesus is our high priest. Jesus is our friend. He's our advocate. Uh, all of these different kinds of ways that we understand Jesus and new and 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 ways that hopefully help to broaden us so that we can connect and understand God's love and and live out that love in a relational way, both uh, vertically in terms of our uh, you know divine human, uh, but also horizontally in the relationships we have with one another um, and in our world, our society around us, that we care deeply um, about. Um, the lives of other people, uh, and to come back to Ukraine, which is like this this kind of topic recurring theme as play, right? You know, yeah, um, I don't know how this is going to end. I don't know how all the all the all of this is going to play out, but caring deeply for the lives of other people um, we it, it causes us to have hearts of compassion and it's not just for the people in ukraine there are other world conflicts and crises um and in our communities yeah. there's, there's things are going on right next to us disenchanted or disenfranchised or ostracized and they're um othered and and everything else um how can we look around us with the eyes of jesus All right to see how Jesus sees and to seek out in a relational way and follow where Jesus is, even outside the camp. Amen. Amen. You know, and uh, Michael, when it's talking about letting that brotherly love continue, mm-hmm. that phileo love, yeah, this is something that Christianity should be living out on mm. the very forefront yeah. of saying, when we have discord, when we have mm-hmm. those who are, who are disenfranchised, whatever yeah. it might be, yeah. Yeah. we are on the front lines of showing what true love looks like, and that's through love, through the, through the lens, mm-hmm. and through the eyes of Jesus Christ. So I appreciate that. Well, I think that puts a wrap for this lesson and for this quarter, huh? Yes. All right. (laughs) So this is Soup. And Swoops. Signing signing out. out. As we put a wrap on this week's lesson, this is Campbell Swoops signing off. By the way, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors, the Southwestern Union of Seventh-day Adventists and Southwestern Adventist University, which has for over 125 years provided a Christ-centered education just 20 minutes south of Fort Worth, Texas. We love teaching with personal colleagues, offer quality academics, and provide numerous ways to get involved both on campus and across the globe. To learn more, visit swahoo.edu or check us out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Also, 
Be sure to join us again next week as we continue to explore God's Word. You can make sure not to miss an episode by joining us at sabbathschoolrescue.org. Thank you.